Boker Tov, we did much of Parashat Kitavo yesterday in our Sunday class, so I recommend you listen to that class. Uh, and we got through the mitzvot that are at the beginning of Parashat Kitavo, mm-hmm. which are just the conclusion of the list of mitzvot from Parashat Kitetze. But the reason it's important is because, I mean, the reason it's fitting is because these are the last mitzvot, and the mitzvot that Moshe chooses to close with are also mitzvot of closing. They're mitzvot that sh- bring a lot of closure. The mitzvot that, rep- that show Am Israel in their perfect state of comfort and bliss in the land of Israel. And what m- mitzvah would apply when they reach that pinnacle of success in the land. To thank you, Hashem for everything. To thank Hashem for all the blessing that He gives. We should do every day. Now, we said that the, the next part of the parasha turns to the covenant. And the covenant that Moshe does, he's doing now with Am Yisrael, the new generation of Am Yisrael, but this time he's preparing them, Moshe doesn't do it here, he's preparing them for the covenant that they'll have to do in Eretz Yisrael proper. Now this was done in the 8th chapter of the book of Yoshua, as we said, and the way the covenant worked was that it had multiple parts. The first part was that they had to bring rocks out of the Jordan River, and they had to take it to the place of Hargarizim and Harival, they had to write and inscribe the Torah on those rocks. Why would they do that? Very similar to like the Luchot we had from the time when Bnei Israel originally received the Torah, right? Besides for that, they had to make a Mizbeach, a Mizbeach of Avanim Shelemot, stones that were unhewn. Oh, welcome back, welcome back. They had to make a Mizbeach, uh, an altar, from stones that were unhewn, yes. and they had to bring korbanot. When, where, what does this remind us of? If you look at the end of Parashat Mishpatim, they also brought korbanot, because yes. that was part of the, the, the ceremony of accepting the Torah. By the way, if you want to compare our parasha, it kind of fits perfectly with the end of Parashat Mishpatim. That's because Parashat Mishpatim is very similar to Parashat Kitetzeh, in the sense that it's a, it's a gathering of a lot of the mitzvot, that were taught to Bnei Israel at Har Sinai. Mm-hmm. And Kitetzeh is a gathering of a lot of the mitzvot before, that were taught to Bnei Israel before they went into Israel. Yes. So the parallel part for the conclusion of that would be here, it would be Parashat Kitavon, and there it's the end of Parashat Mishpatim. So I recommend somebody who wants to actually study this in depth, you could look in the Aliyat Shevi'i of Parashat Mishpatim, and you could look into it and see if uh, you find any more Chidushim there. Okay, so that was where we, we got up to. We, we did the part of the making the covenant by inscribing the Torah on the stones. Mm-hmm. And now on Perek Kaf Zayin, Pasuk He, we get to the... From Vegas with love. Okay, so we were, just, we, were just, we were just talking about how uh, whenever a person, Buryalam, gives a lot of Parnasat to someone, he has to show gratitude, you know, in case that's applicable. And, just saying. So you missed this everybody. You missed the part. <laughs> it's okay. We ca- you can. It's okay. okay. So after it goes away, there, there may you may have to show some gratitude to Hashem for. It depends. Unless, unless maybe the show is bad. This part, this part <laughs> is only say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I mean. I mean. Okay. Okay. So pasuk hey. We we did the inscribing of the Torah on the stones. That's the first part of the covenant mm-hmm. that will be taking place when they enter the land. The next part, you will build an altar there to Hashem your God, an altar of stones. Mm-hmm. Do not 
use metal to cut these stones. Avanim shelemot tivne should be whole stones. Now, what does the word shelemot sound like? Shalom, peace. Shelemot and shalom. And the idea is that the altar, which is supposed to bring peace to Bnei Israel, you do not want to use weapons of war or weapons of cutting in the building of that altar. It's a beautiful idea. The altar of God, you should bring Olot Hashem your God. You'll bring Shalamim offerings and you'll eat there. This is, and you'll be happy before Hashem your God. This is... Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. When, they make a line. Yeah, they would, they, use, they would use a, spe- a specific animal or a specific like worm. A yeah. yeah, that was like a laser so that they wouldn't like have to use metal. The, the stone. <coughs> There's no, no, no metal went to war. Went to war. And you'll write on these stones that we mentioned, the Torah, uh, clearly. Next. Pasuk 9. What's the next part of the covenant? Is the blessing and the curses. Wow. Not... No. Yeah. Is two, the two... Yeah, the two... The, two the, two the, the, next, the next part of the, of, the, of the covenant is that Bnei Israel are going to go and near Shechem there are these two mountains called Mount Gerizim and Mount Eval. If you want to go see the interesting sect of the Shomronim, who they keep, uh, they keep the Torah in a very, very interesting way, uh, you can go visit them in Mount Gerizim. They still think Mount Gerizim is the site of the Beit Hamikdash, so they bring Korban Pesach there. They do they do a lot of very interesting things. To to this day, they bring the Korban Pesach by Mount Gerizim. You could look at videos on YouTube. Uh, Korban Pesach Shomronim Year Five Seven Eight Zero. You'll see, or maybe Five Seven Seven Nine. Wow. Now. Well, what's the covenant consists of? Half of the tribes are to go on one mountain, and the, and the, other, half the other half go on the other mountain. Oh. The Kohanim and the Levim, they stand in the valley in between the mountains. And the Kohanim and the Levim, they announce all, the, uh, all of the curses of Bnei Israel. But it's not the curses at the end of the parasha that yes, yes, we read in a low voice. These are curses that befall people who violate a list of specific averot. Yes. Okay, now the Chachamim tell us that it wasn't just curses. It was also blessings. So what they would do is they had a list of twelve or thirteen averot, okay, and they the Kohen would say, or the Kohanim and the Levim would turn to the mountain of Eval, I think. Yeah, they turn to the mountain of Eval and they would say, "Cursed be the person who hurt his blind friend, who hurts the person who is blind." And the people have to answer Amen. Now, what the Torah leaves out, the Torah leaves out the second half. They now turn to the first mountain, Mount Gerizim. And they say, Blessed be the person who does not mislead his blind friend. And then they have to answer, Amen. Now in the Torah, what part does it leave out? The blessing, the blessing part. It just says, Cursed be the person who does this. Okay, So that's the way, what we're going to see is not the entire story, but from the Chachamim, you see that it's a little bit of a, uh, there's a little bit more details that they add. What is going to be the main difficulty with this section though? There is, there is a specific difficulty with this section. It's the Averot that are used yes, why, why they chose, as, why they chose. as the Averot to establish yes. this covenant at the mountain of Gerizim and the mountain one. of Eval. No, the other ones. Sleeping with animals, God forbid. What, what, is, why? what is it these? Why these? There's why these Averot? Out of all, why out of these? all Averot, these are the ones. Why? Really I so last, so last year we had a Chidush and I had it confirmed this year when I was reading the book. Um, so I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll go through Psukim and then I'll tell you the Chidush. Okay? 
הסכת ושמע ישראל. היום הזה נחיית לעם לאדוני אלוהיך. משה והכהנים, that are from the tribe of Levi, they speak to all of Israel and they say, הסכת, be quiet, ושמע ישראל and listen Israel. היום הזה נחיית לעם לאדוני אלוהיך. This day you've become a people to Hashem your God. And you will listen to the voice of God and you will do all of His mitzvot and His chukim that I am commanding you today. And Moshe on that day commanded B'nai Yisrael saying, These tribes shall stand to bless the people on the mountain of Gerizim. When you cross the Jordan, Shimon, Vilevi, Vihuda, Veisachar, Veyosef, Uvinyamin. Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, Issachar, Yosef, and Binyamin. Right? Those are all sons of Leah or Rachel, right? Is Issachar also? Wait, let me make sure. Um, yeah, yeah. The four, first four are sons of Leah, the two are sons of Rachel, okay? Next. Do you know how I know that, by the way? You know what's the best way to know whose son is whom? To know, to remember the reasonings that they were named what they were named. Oh, yeah, okay. So what was Issachar's name? <laughs> For I rented you by giving you the dudaim, those, uh, that, that, those, those plants that she gave to Rachel. So who gave the plants to Rachel? It was Leah. Okay. Um... Okay, and these sons, these tribes will be on, will, will give the curse on the mountain of Eval. Uh, these are all Reuven, and then there, these are the, these are two of Leaz, and then there are four of the concubines. Okay. And the, and the Levim will now Anu. They will speak up. Oh, somebody was asking me this yesterday. Who was asking me this yesterday about the word Anu? Steve. Yes. Steve was yes, asking. Yes, yes, yes. So this is another example. So Steve was asking at the shoe yesterday, how do we know that the Bikurim announcement that we learned in the shoe yesterday, was, was here. that it was something that, was partici- that had a participation and it was a public thing because it uses the word and he said, and we wanted to prove that the word Ana is always a public pronouncement. So it's from here. Call Ram in a loud voice. The Levim will announce publicly. They'll say in a loud voice. Amen. Curse be the man that make a graven or molten image, an abomination to God, and he puts it. And he puts it privately. And the people will answer Amen. Curse be the person who degrades his father and mother. And the people answer, Amen. Who trespasses over the boundary of his friend. Who moves the fence of his friend a little bit over so his land will be a little bit larger. Curse be the one who caused the, the blind person to stray. Curse be the one who, to make the judgment of the proselyte and the orphan and, and the, the widow woman. crooked. Curse be the one who sleeps with one of the uh, wives of his father. Cursed be the person who sleeps with an animal. Cursed be the person who sleeps with his sister. Cursed be the person who sleeps with his mother-in-law. Cursed be the person who strikes his friend, Basater, in private. Cursed be the person who takes a bribe. And cursed be the person that does not keep any of the Torah 
and the people will answer, Amen. Okay, what are all of these? Why are these the Averot with which we make the covenant in Eretz Yisrael? So last year we said the idea, which I think has a lot of merit, and with this we'll close, that what is the key word that we see twice in this segment? Basater. In private. That's what I was thinking. These mitzvot, these sins, what are these sins? The rest of these are sins only are private. Also stuff they're only private. These are These are all sins. Here, according to the Hertz Kumash, I'll read it for you. These are all Beautiful. sins that are done in private. The offenses selected are such as could not readily be brought to justice before a human tribunal. These are all these are all averot that that you do that. The only person who could possibly punish you are So what is the message Moshe is trying to drive home in this covenant? Cannot run away. For the covenant in Har Sinai, that was the, the, the general, that was the introduction of the Torah. So what was selected are the mitzvot that are most, the, for example, like the Ten Commandments, the mitzvot that are foundational and very basic to a thriving society. And those are mitzvot that are also not only, only for Am Yisrael. These are mitzvot that apply to everyone. But when we enter Eretz Israel, the mitzvot that are selected are not just the mitzvot. Though we know we already made that covenant, but this covenant is all is going to focus on mitzvot that are private, mitzvot that the court does not punish you for, because in in the Goy society, if the court can't punish me, then it's mutar. But for Am Israel, the the revelation here is that. Not may not punish you, but not the court may not punish you, but it still be, may be wrong, and you guys take that for granted because we already adopted this you idea. Run away. But you it's a brilliant, but it's a brilliant, con- it's a, it's a novel cannot, concept. You cannot run away from this. The, the concept is that you cannot run away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and this word arur means even though the court cannot curse you or cannot harm you, Borei Olam has the power. He sees your private what happens in your home. And he can exact judgment against the person who engages in these things. So it's a, it's a very, very fascinating piece. The key word is basater. That's what gives it away. And it shows that B'nai Israel, when they enter the land of Israel, there's a little bit of a higher level. Where even the things that happen in the privacy of our own homes, there's Borei Olam watching and is going to be looking and could exact judgment from us. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.